Get the commercial appeal on your smartphone or tablet. Breaking news, sports, podcasts, and more. And it's all in the palm of your hand. Go to iTunes or the Google Play Store for your free download. The following is a CA original. Fizz said that he could rest knowing that you guys battled. Uh, is that the, the least you could take away from this series? Yeah, you know, I think that... Um we fought as hard as we could with what we had. You know, we've had a tough year, and guys have had to step up. You know, James Ennis did a great job. Wayne Selden coming in, end of the year. Troy Daniels, I mean, you can down the list. You know, Jamichael, all those guys really uh, had to take a bigger role uh, against a great team. And, uh, you know, and they were the reason why we were in this. And, uh, you know, it's just been a pleasure to, you know, play, against, play with a group that, uh, you know, really leaves it out there like that. This is the Grizzlies Podcast with the only beat writer the Memphis Grizzlies have ever known, Ron Tillery. The Grizzlies season is over, losing to San Antonio 103-96. to The Spurs using a late fourth quarter run to ramp up the series 4-2 and move on in the Western Conference playoffs where they will face Houston. I'm Forrest Goodman, your special guest host on the Grizzlies Podcast. Your normal host and beat reporter, Ron Tillery, will join me later to recap the game as he was at FedEx Forum last night covering it for the Commercial Appeal. You can read his coverage at commercialappeal.com. But let's get started by figuring out what went wrong last night. Turnovers, tough, bad possessions offensively, mental mistakes defensively. Head coach David Fisdale, who watched his team lead by as many as 10 points during the second half of Game 6. The loss left Mark Gasol thinking about what might have been. We had the game in our hand, and uh, we uh, couldn't get stops. Um, We didn't execute well, um, well enough at least. Uh, They were getting uh, pretty good looks, and uh, we were not getting those... uh, those uh, great looks that uh, they were getting, obviously, uh, they made shots. We didn't. They win. And the loss means only one thing to Mark. The season is over. So, uh, sorry to uh, now reflect on the whole season. Uh, we were <laughs> getting ready to uh, to travel tomorrow and, uh, and get, getting ready to play uh, uh, in our minds game seven. Anymore. The commercial appeal columnist Jeff Calkins, also a regular host here on the Grizzlies podcast, in the postgame talking to Mike Conley about those critical final minutes in the fourth quarter as the Grizz watched the game slip away. You were up seven in the, just a few minutes left. Was is will there be any replaying of that, or how is that tough to swallow, or what do you what do you think went wrong exactly down the stretch? Um, man, it's tough. Um, obviously, I. I'll watch the film. I don't know how many guys will watch the film after, you know, losing like that. But um, at the end of the day, they made plays. They made plays. Kawhi, Patty, um, Tony, they made big shots. Um, We didn't. We didn't. You know, we didn't get the looks we wanted. Um, I probably overpassed a couple times, took some contested shots, and we gave up offensive rebound there. Uh, That was big. Uh, Took a Y, and, I mean, we just had a bunch of little breakdowns that uh, they took advantage of, and, uh, and that's what you know championship teams do they 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 find a way they they do the 50 50 you know opportunities and um and you know that's the ball game the thursday loss brings to an end a series which saw conley assert his leadership with several outstanding performances throughout after the spurs focused on him in their game one win 
No regrets. Uh, I did about just as much as I could. You know, I left everything I had out there, and I know my teammates did the same. Um, like I said, and that's why it was, it's, it's just been such a pleasure to play with guys like that. Um, you know, to, to know that not only myself, but everybody else is, is really laying it on the line. And, um, you know, it's exhausting, but uh, it's worth it. Well, his overall performance, including 26 scored against the Spurs Thursday, gain him respect around the league? Man, uh, I have no idea, to be honest. Uh, seems like nothing I do does it does enough but uh you know at the end of the day man I'm it doesn't you know it's not on my agenda to to prove people wrong um just to prove the ones that believe in me right more so than anything so um that's that's what I'm out here to do Ron Tillery is the only beat writer the Memphis Grizzlies have ever known. You can read his stuff at commercialappeal.com. Ron, thanks for joining us. We just heard from Mike Conley answering a question about respect. And we know after game one, he really turned it on and he helped carry this Grizzlies team. It's been exciting. What do you think when it comes to the respect factor? I know they lost this series against the Spurs, but do you think he finally caught the attention of some people who maybe didn't give him the respect he deserved around the league? Well, I, I think it's a, it's an old storyline, quite frankly. Um, and I think that's what Mike was speaking to when he when he answered the question, saying that, that he doesn't play to prove people wrong. Um, because, I mean, if you really look at his 10-year career, he's been proving people wrong for the last six or seven years. Good point. Uh, and, you know... As somebody that's that's close to the team and, and travels with them, uh, and talk to other coaches and other players, I mean, Mike Conley's been getting respect um, for a long, long time. I mean, he just hasn't been able to make the All Star team in part due to injuries and um, you know just the, the crowded point guard field in the Western Conference. But you know, I think you know media t- tend to get hung up on that. And and what's laughable to me, it's like the same media that criticizes the Grizzlies every time Mike Conley signs a contract and then want to come back and say, uh, he's underrated. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, uh, so I, I think his answer just reflects how, old, how what an old storyline that is. Um, you know, uh, Mike Conley has made the natural evolution of a player of his caliber, uh, along with, you know, with the dynamic of his team. And by that, I mean, first it was Zach's team. Then Zach allowed it to be Mark's team. And now we're looking at, you know, a new coach in Fisdale who believes that Mike Conley should have the freedom to play like some of these other point guards. Right. It, it, you know, that hadn't been his role. So he's always had the tools. He's always gotten better. And um, his playoffs in that Spurs series was just an extension of, of, of a really dynamic and all-star caliber year. Looking back to Thursday night in that loss to the Spurs, the Grizz had the lead in the second half and I know folks were feeling good about it and then the Spurs did what they do they really turned it on and put the Grizz away about the what the final five minutes of the game and and for a lot of fans just ripped their hearts out yeah well the Spurs are the the excellence of execution and they just kind of methodically put you away and you, you you have to be prepared to match that uh high level of execution and, and winning time, which is like you said, the last four or five minutes. And um, there were some 
bad decisions with the basketball and offense, particularly Marcus Hall passing up shots um, and putting role players in a position to, to make clutch plays. Um, there was some blown assignments defensively where, you know, guys didn't rotate and it led to, to scores around the basket for the Spurs. So yeah, they, they just kind of let go of the rope, so to speak. That's how coaches talk. And, uh, but I, I think what you got to like about this particular Grizzlies team after game two is they competed. I mean, they, they gave themselves a chance to win, uh, every night. And of course they won two games, but for a while there, um, it was, it was looking definitely like they were going back to San Antonio for game seven, mm-hmm. but see the playoffs. And I always say this in college basketball, the, the, the regular season is about the players. Cause you have the rivalries and, and in the conference and the guys get up for that. But when, when, when you get to the postseason, it's about the coaching because you're in the tournament, you'll probably face a team you've never seen before. And as you go along, the coaches adjustments and all that, uh, make a big difference in pro basketball. When you get to the playoffs, it's about the talent. Um, the Grizzlies, I should just say this, the Spurs were the better team talent wise overall. And I think that's what you saw in game six, the, the, the talent just took over. Well, and let's be honest about something else is this pretty much played out the way the experts said it would. The Spurs would win. Uh, there were various debates. Would it be four games, five games, six? Some even said seven, but most people said five or six games. I think where the positives come out of this for Grizzlies fans, like you said, they competed after game one. They showed a lot of heart and a lot of emotion. They excited the city. We saw again after that Fisdale ran about officiating, what fans can do and how they will rally to support the team. And and if anything, that's a bright spot for uh, this basketball season. Coach Fizz's first season, by the way. Oh, yeah. I, and I think this series, because I, I think a lot of people, quite frankly, had it a sweep or five. I know the three of us, me, Jeff, and Chris had it in five. Right. And the fact, and the fact that they pushed the Spurs, I mean, it, it wasn't uh, – an easy game six closeout for the Spurs by any measure. Uh, the fact that they pushed them kind of was indicative of their season. I mean, this is a Grizzlies team that was uh, dealing with a lot of adversity, whether it was Chandler Parsons knees or Zach losing his mom and missing games or Mike Conley breaking his back rookie head coach. And yet they managed to overachieve all year long until that tough stretch near the end of the regular season. Uh, and so that's what they did in this series. Uh, they, they gave the Spurs all they could handle. And by pushing it to six and being this close to going to seven games, they 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 did what Fisdale had them doing all year long, and I was definitely competing and overachieving. Now that the offseason is here, that leaves many fans questioning what's next. There's been talk that possibly Zach Randolph may have played his last game at FedEx Forum. Who knows what other changes may uh, lie in the future. And that just goes along with the normal talk that surrounds free agency and the draft. Could this be a very interesting offseason for the Grizzlies front office? Yeah, it can because, you know, they're kind of handcuffed by the Chandler Parsons situation because he's just kind of praying that he's healthy right. and able to contribute because the, the idea was really to, to, to go away from the core four and form the big three with Mike, Mark, and Chandler. But, you know, the Grizzlies don't have a lot of tools uh, to change the roster, uh, but they do have to decide what they want to be. And and um, I don't expect them to keep both Tony and Zach, um, but 
you know, I, I think there will be some other decisions made before they decide on them because, um, you know, you still have an issue uh, uh, of who's going to be your starting small forward. Uh, I'm sorry, power forward, uh, as J. Michael Green is a, is a restricted free agent. And what do you do at the, at the starting two-car two spot to catch up to the rest of the league and play the way Fisdale wants to play with, with space and pace? So, um, yes, it's, it's going to be an intriguing offseason, for sure. That's Ron Tillery, beat reporter for the Commercial Appeal, covering the Memphis Grizzlies. As we wrap up this special edition of the Grizzlies podcast, it's been noticed that Spurs coach Greg Popovich spoke to Mike Conley after the game. And that caught the attention of our Jeff Calkins. Pop talked to you for a little bit, um, and he obviously had kind words for you after the game, too. Any, what did he say? Was it just compliments? What was the sense of it? Uh, I'm going to keep it private, but it was, it was you know, all positive, man. He's a, he's a great coach, and to have a moment like that with him is, uh, you know, not a lot of players get that. So uh, I have a lot of respect for him and, and their organization, and I wish them the best going forward. As for the Grizz, what's next? For Coach Fisdale, you know, after a couple of days, I'll get a chance to reflect on myself and you know, di- you know, dissect myself and what I could have done better. You know, that'll be the first thing I do is evaluate myself. You know, and then I'll get into the team and start thinking about how I can get us back on this, uh, the same track, the same goal is to get back in the mix to go after a title. I will not waver on that. I won't waver on how we prepare. I won't waver on what I say. It will always be about how do we. We get the Memphis Grizzlies in this city to hold the trophy and have a parade down Bill Street. And with that, thanks for listening to this special postseason edition of the Grizz Podcast. Thanks to Ron Tillery for joining me. Ron, along with Jeff Calkins and Chris Harrington, will gather for the next Grizz Podcast when they'll look ahead to what might be an interesting offseason for Memphis. You can find the Grizz Podcast at CommercialAppeal.com. You can also subscribe for free on iTunes. Just search Grizzlies Podcast. And while you're there, make sure you rate and review the program. I'm Forrest Goodman. Thanks for listening. So long, everybody. This is the Commercial Appeal.